0: Hey everyone, this week we're talking about the best marketing tools for crushing content.
1: Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer.
0: Hey, 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 what's up? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in each week as we bring to you marketing thought leaders that are at the top of their game, the best authors and speakers on marketing and branding in the world. And also each week we are bringing you advice straight from me to you that I've learned not just from these thought leaders, but also from being in the world of marketing. And this week is no exception. Today we're talking about how to crush content with the best marketing tools around tools specifically for content creators, people who are out there producing podcasts and videos for YouTube and writing blogs. The tools you'll need to turn that piece of content you create into hundreds of other pieces of content and how to do that in a way that doesn't drown you, doesn't become more than you can handle. So that's what we're talking about today. Before we jump into that, as always, if you guys want to download the notes from this show so you don't have to write all these tools down, You can just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash notes to download the notes for the show so you don't have to list all these things. If you're driving, I know sometimes you're on the road, you're at the gym, whatever it is, you can get the notes there with a list of all these tools for you. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. Brands on Brands. All right, let's get into how to use the best marketing tools out there to crush content. Right now, there are plenty of content creators out there who I feel like are missing the boat because they haven't developed a system for turning the content they create into a marketing system, a marketing machine that benefits their business. And what I mean is you put all this effort into creating content, but how much effort have you put into building a system that turns that content you create into lots more pieces of content you can use on a daily basis to reach more of your audience and affect them in different ways and engage with them? So yes, we are talking about how do you create highlight content, content that after you create the pillar content for your business, which we've talked about in previous episodes, after you create pillar content, how do you extract from that pillar content the highlights that you will need to talk about your business? Highlights can be anything from little clips and snippets to memes to little verbal cues, whatever the things are, little jokes or quotes or quotables. All those things, how do you pull them out and extract them in a way that doesn't kill your time in the day, that actually amplifies your time? So today we'll talk about the system for that, as well as the tools that you can use to crush that content. So in the first kind of steps I want to walk you through, we're going to talk about how to find those moments, find those highlight moments from your content, how to systemize the process of creating those moments and then how to actually extract them, how to create them. So finding the moments, systemizing them, and then creating them. And we'll jump into some tools as well. And with the tools, there's a lot of tools listed in this episode. I won't dive into how to use them all or the pricing or anything like that, but I will let you know the tools that are out there that you can look into for your business. So let's jump into finding it. How do you find the right highlights with your content? Now, You can design that ahead of time. You can go out there and list, you know, write down before you ever record something. Here's something I want to make sure I call out or something I want to make sure I say that I can look for later as a highlight. You can do that. But for most of us, a lot of your highlights are going to happen organically. You're going to get out there, you're going to create, you're going to record something, and then you're going to have to go back and find that golden nugget of information. So the first step in that is figuring out, well, what does amazing piece of content in terms of a highlight, what does an amazing highlight look like? And to figure out what an amazing highlight looks like, I want you to think about a few things. In terms of the context of it, I want to make sure that the, the content itself is either intriguing, impactful, or is a piece of authority or has authority. So in that context, something that's intriguing, well, what is that? That's something that is driving curiosity. That's something that if you are Saying something that is striking a chord with someone, it's making them think, I want to know more about that. I want to know what the next step is. And creating that intrigue is all about knowing what your audience wants and likes and might need as a next step. And then saying, hey, I might have this thing. Do you struggle with this problem? I might have a solution for that. Or teasing them with someone who's already found success. Whatever that thing is. Creating intrigue allows people to want to know more about what the rest of the episode was. So creating a highlight in that way, helps you drive people to your episode. So that works with curiosity. and That's the emotion we're tapping into. The second highlight in terms of how do you find these highlights, look for something that, that has impact. In other words, it's tapping into an emotional cue for someone. It is a moment in the episode where you were very passionate about a moment or you are sharing something vulnerable. And you know that those kinds of moments resonate with people because you are finding common ground. So find a moment of impact that is connecting to an emotion. And then the last one is finding a moment of authority. So an authority piece is something that demonstrates your expertise. We want to tap into the longing for someone to, to want to build trust with you. And to build trust, you might have to demonstrate your expertise. And that builds authority. So if you have a, a moment in your content where you rattle off a expert opinion on something that you know very deeply, that's going to help. And that might be the a process for doing something or the details of something that's very intricate, whatever it might be. If you can demonstrate your expertise in a concise and quick way, that's going to demonstrate authority and that authority builds trust. So those are three potential ways for you to look for, you know, what types of content should I find that can become highlight content? So also within this finding it bucket, how do you find these highlights? Besides looking for those types of things, the other things that make good highlights are in terms of the format, have to do with the format of the the content itself. So you need to find pieces of content that are concise. A highlight can't run on for three minutes and it can't go all over the place. It needs to be concise and focused. And if you can think about that when you're delivering content, you will be much better prepared to pull highlights out of the content because you went into it thinking, I need to make sure I deliver my points in a concise way. When you deliver an idea in a concise way, it resonates with your audience because it's focused, because it's clear, because they can understand it. That brings me to my next point. Anything that is clear makes a better highlight. If you can clearly convey your idea in a way that is pretty obvious to someone, they're not confused by it. You don't get too technical. If you can keep it simple and clear, it's more likely to make a good highlight because it's something everyone can understand without knowing a deeper meaning or having to pull out a dictionary or, you know, have to read three books to understand it. So be concise and be clear. And third is you have to build some relevance. You have to be relevant in the information you're communicating to that audience. So how do you become relevant? Well, if you understand your audience and you consistently deliver the same message every time in your content. You shouldn't by now know the things that should be relevant to those people listening. It's something that's going to be related to problems that they've expressed that they have that you've been trying to solve with these shows over and over again. So it needs to be relevant to them and to problems that they actually have. If it's something completely off the cuff and not related or off a beaten path from what your content's usually about, then it's not going to be relevant to the audience that you serve, to the people that are tuning in for a particular reason. So be concise, clear, and relevant. Now let's move on to how to systemize the finding of these highlights. So the best thing to do is figure out what's the easiest, fastest way to get through my content, to read through, listen through, watch through my content, to find those moments of inspiration, to find those moments that are exciting and intriguing. And I suggest that there's a few ways to do this. You either have to look at the way you're consuming you're skimming the content or you need to look at who can skim the content for you to be honest so let's start with if you're doing this yourself if you are creating content yourself you're going to have to figure out when i am in my own process when or where is the best time to do this if you are someone who edits their own podcast or edits their own video for their youtube that's a great time while you're in the editing process to make sure you're jotting down and noting timestamps where something resonated or stood out as a moment that was clear, concise, and hits all those points that we talked about. If you're the editor, that's, you should be doing it at that time so it works within your normal flow and you don't have to go back and listen a second time. If you're already there reviewing the content, that's a great time to do it. If you have someone else who's helping you with the content, then have those people do that work for you. So if you have an editor who's editing your, your sound, for your podcast or who's editing the video, have them do the same thing. Have them jot down, tell them you want three or four mentions and to describe to you the timestamps or at least write out what those quotes were and send them to you so you can look through them and pick one or two that you like, like the best. The people who are already there reviewing the content should be the ones who are pulling out the clips for you, who are pulling out the quotes for you. They may not need to be the ones who are executing, turning that clip into something else, but they should be the one finding it. And then lastly, again, for whether it's you or someone else helping you, for me, there's something about the format of your content that makes it easier to find. Cause sometimes an editor, to be honest, is moving through your content so quickly, looking for the things they're looking for that they don't aren't actually listening to the words you're saying. So they may not find the best clips. Or it may take them longer to like slow down and look for it. And it's not their expertise. However, if you can somehow get your content into a written format translated into a written format, it might be easier in that format to find highlights. For me, I can read and skim written text much faster than I can something that's audio or, or or a video. So I like to make sure that I get my podcast transcribed so that I can skim through the reading. I can read through that quickly and skim through it. And very visually, within a few minutes, I go through all 10 pages of it and find the three or four areas and simply highlight them, the areas that I want to pull out as highlight content. So I'd recommend that for anyone. If you're in a video format, if you're a video creator and you upload into YouTube or whatever it is, that has some automatic transcribing that can happen there and there's some other transcribing tools that can do that for you. But again, if you are a podcaster, this is where we start talking a little bit about tools. There are a couple of transcribing tools that can help you get it into that written format that should be able to help you. One is Rev, Rev, I believe, .com, but you just Google Rev Transcript and you should be able to find that is a good tool that not only transcribes your show, and I believe it's like a dollar a minute or or something like that. When you go to push play, you go to read the transcript, you can actually listen while reading, or you can go to areas that maybe the words were messed up and you can hit highlight the word and push play and it'll say the words to you while it's highlighting them that you're reading. So you can do both and kind of get through them quickly. So that's one great way to do it. Another tool that I prefer to that because of the cost saving is is so great uh, is Descript. D-E-S-C-R-I-P-T, uh, Descript.com. Descript.com has a software that is a monthly service. I think it's $10 a month. And you can pull transcripts from that as well. And it does the same thing Rev does in terms of highlighting the words and you can listen to them. But also, I can actually select sections of the text that I deem as highlights, and it'll automatically pull them into a new composition that I can then export as a new audio file or a new text file. And that's huge for me. And I can find the timestamps if I have a video format and send those to the editors. And that saves a lot of time. So for me, I can pull three, four highlights from every show, put them into new compositions, and I'm done. And then I can just access that whenever I go into the next step, which is turning that extracted content into something else. So Rev.com is an amazing tool. Descript.com is an amazing tool. And I do want to mention there are some subtitling companies out there. One is called Quick. Dot .io Q-U-I-C-C dot io and it adds subtitles to your videos. So if you're a video creator, it's an easy way to just overlay text on top of your video, overlay subtitles on top of your video, and it's not just boring looking text, you can play with the look of it too. And that's an amazing quick tool for doing that, hence the name quick. And it is video forward so it's, you know, for the video creators out there. I know that there's a lot of people that that really like that tool. So check that one out as well. Again, another great way to build that into your process. Something else that I want you guys to think about is when you are moving into that space, there might be some automation tools. And we'll talk about that next when we get into the creating of it part. But there's some automation tools out there that you guys can look into as well. So I want to step back before I dive into that, into the systemizing it section. My, the points I want you to take away from this are you have to look for what is the easiest, fastest way that you can skim through this content. And are you able to do that while you or someone else is already doing something else that they would have to do anyway? So find a compliment or find a new way to move your content to a different format that is faster in terms of finding highlights. That's where you can start with that. And then let's move into part three here, which is how do you actually create that content? How do you create the X, take those highlights and turn them into something else so let's get into a bit of how do you extract, how do you format it, and then how do you distribute it. So in terms of the extraction, we talked about that a little bit. After you find it, you do have to find a way to put it somewhere else. And tools like Descript, like I talked about, can help you pull that piece out. But I also want to talk about some places you can put it. So and some automation tools. So one is called repurpose.io. This is an amazing tool for taking already built pieces of content, whether it's full episodes or clips. And pushing them into something else. So the way that we use it for the podcast, or I use it for the podcast, is I can, every week, automatically, my RSS feed is uploaded. So my podcast is automatically feeding content into this website. And every time there's a new episode, it automatically translates that episode into a new video audiogram, which is just a graphic with a wavy line on it, a waveform on it, and my entire sound below that. It does that automatically for me every week. I and it pulls in my show notes into the text of it, and it it can post that. It can just download that to a uh, folder for me, whether it's through Dropbox or Google Drive, or it can upload that straight to YouTube. It does all that automatically. Or I can save it and do it manually, and I can go in and click for the so that it doesn't just do it without my knowledge. But what a great automation tool to, when it does that for you automatically every time. That's Repurpose.io. Check that out because it, it doesn't just do the full episode. You can also go in there and select clips from your episodes and have pre-formatted clip videos. So for example, I can do an Instagram one minute clip. I can set it to say one minute in a box format or one minute in a rectangle format, horizontal or vertical, and it'll automatically translate those from audio into an audiogram or something else. And you can do that with video too. If you have a video clip, you can pop clips in and it can automatically convert them in whatever way you need and post them places. So I'd say it is built mostly for podcasters. It is, you know, most of its functionality is built for an audio forward platform. So just know that going into it, but check it out. And then another one that's out there is called headliner.app, headliner.app. And it does a lot of the same things. It does similar things where it takes pre-built content and translates them into audiograms or into short clips or ads transcription or whatever you might need. So check that one out as well. I don't love as much of the design elements of some of their audiograms, but it is another great app to get a a lot of different things done that you might think you need to outsource. These are things that you could use these tools for that are a lot simpler than you realize to use. So check that one out. And then a third is called Get Audiogram. I'll tell you, I reviewed like 10 different audiogram building tools, and I'll have a separate episode about that. But one of them that I really liked is called GetAudiogram.com, and the reason I liked it is... All they do is is audiograms. Really, you put your, your audio clip in and it turns it into audiogram and that's it. So it's not automated in that way, but the design functionality was amazing. There were so many different templates and formats, or you can create one from scratch and you can add subtitles to it and move them wherever you want. You can move the waveform wherever you want. You can add background pictures and it'll pull in your titles. There's a lot of functionality there. And in some cases, it even would have like movement and animation going on in the background. So that they were a little more interesting than just a still photo. So that was an interesting one too. So lots of tools out there. You just have to figure out what you need right now in your business because obviously these things can be free, but they also tend to add up. You might have five or $10 a month on some of these. And, you know, once you add another tool, another tool, another tool, it starts to get expensive. So figuring out where you are in your process is important. But these things are all there for you to help not only extract your highlights, but also to format them in a way that really makes them pop on the media platforms like social media channels and things like that. The other thing I would mention is if you want to get a little creative with what you're creating in terms of the format of it, there are amazing things that will take something and turn it into something else. So for example, if you have a video and you want to wrap it like you've seen it wrapped and I'll tell you, trying to Google this stuff is impossible because you like video Headlines and, and video subtitles or video graphics and you'll never find these websites. But if you want the thing that's wrapped, which is like the header and footer, has a title on it in those Gary V style videos. One of the websites you can find is called Wrapper. It's W-R-A-P-R dot And they do those kinds of videos. You pop in your video, they have pre-built wraps, and you can type in your headlines and it'll output videos for you. And it's a low monthly fee, or I think it's a low one-time fee, and you can have it for a lifetime. And Tools like that, what turns a boring video into a very polished, professional-looking piece of content very quickly, very simply. And another one that I thought was really interesting is called, uh, it's lumen5.com, lumen, L-U-M-E-N, and the number 5.com And you can put audio into this. I can upload my podcast automatically, and it'll pull in every new show, and it'll turn those shows into slides. It'll take the words from a particular clip, and it'll write them, on top of a, an, an image, and it'll change the images over every 30 seconds or so with a new slide that it's pulling from stock images that you're allowed to use. So it turns your speech or your, your audio into a slideshow, a slided presentation, which is amazing. It's another new format that makes it more interesting than just a boring background. I haven't found ways that i like love to use it because, I mean, for an hour show, it could get really long for a slideshow, But definitely for clips, if you find something that you want to turn into a video presentation with words on it, that's a great option for you. So I'm not going to get into all the video editing tools out there because that's a whole other thing, how you create a video intro and things like that. But just know that Lumen5 creates these slideshows for you and is is a great useful tool for you as well. That's a lot of tools. Again, guys, if you need... And you are interested in some of these, make sure you go and get the notes for today's show at brandsonbrands.com forward slash notes. So you don't have to write all these down. It's a lot to Google. It's a lot to search for, but they're so useful. And then another thing I want you to think about is when you are getting this stuff built and distributed, you don't have to do this yourself. One of the best things that I've started to do to keep up with all this is get some help via graphic designers, writers, audio editors, video editors. I know that sounds like a lot of money, but for a small price, you can actually have someone working on your, your show every week for you. And the time that you're spending could probably be spent doing something better that you're more skilled at. That could help bring in money into your business instead of spending your effort in the business on things that are low quality skills. So and I mean low quality for you, as in like you're not the best graphic designer in the world, you're not the best writer in the world. Let those people do that for you. So if you want to find people like this, obviously there are freelancing websites. The couple that I like to use consistently. One is called Upwork.com and the other is FreeUp.com. And Upwork is very project-based. I love to set a project, find a bunch of freelancers, have them work through one project with me for a very small set price and see how they do. And guess what? If multiple of them are doing well, then now they're in a, I have a group of people that I can access for projects I might need. And I can also outsource, I can refer those people to other friends of mine that might have the same problem. So it's great to have a pool of people to access. And I mean, an example is I needed some social media templates for my Instagram and Facebook free feeds and and LinkedIn too. And for a small price, I, you know, I'm getting 10, 20, 30 different templates. And those are things I can use over and over and over again. And it's a quick thing. And I don't have to think about the design now. I can just pop in a picture or I can ask them, you know, to go in once a week for a half hour and pop photos and relevant titles into those so that I can just post them. And that's good because that helps me. And I can decide, no, do I want them to do that or do I want to do that? And I want to hire someone to actually post them on social media. You know, picking the things that you want to spend time on is helpful. So you don't have to spend time on everything. Another great one for me, honestly, the most important thing for me to hire has been a writer because uh, my important thing has been, okay, how do I develop a blog? How do I turn my show into a written format? So that there's SEO value. So hiring a writer has been really important to take my transcripts and edit them into readable blog posts. And also those writers while they're at it can come up with show notes and catchy headings and they can, while they're writing a blog, pull out quotes for me. So tackling a lot of of barriers all at the same time. Uh, so I would think about getting a writer and, and, or an editor at least to go through and be able to build that stuff for you. It takes a lot of that, that brain work out of it. So you can just sit there and create and let them do some of that other work for you. And another great place that's kind of new that I heard about through listening to another podcast It's called Acadium. Now, I can't vouch for this yet. I've signed up, but I haven't finished using it or started it. But Acadium is a site that you can go to to hire an intern, basically. You, you pay a, a flat fee and you commit to giving an hour of your time a week and they give 10 hours of their time a week. And we'll do work for you. And it's it's such a low price. It's like 300 bucks or something like that, two or three or $400 to get three months worth of work at 10 hours a week. Now you have to go through and vet the people. And that's what I'm doing right now is vetting the people, finding them and putting hours towards it. But I know some very credible sources that have used it that said it's worked well for them. So it might be hit or miss with the people, but that's what I'm working through right now. But imagine having an intern in your business, especially if you're a solopreneur or a small business owner that's huge. That's huge. And, you know, and the sourcing has been done for you. So check that out, acadium.com. That's A-C-A-D-I-U-M.com to help you with that. Let's get help in our businesses so we don't run out of time and hit burnout. Let's actually enjoy the work that we're doing. And coming to the end here, this has been a long episode, but the other thing when you get to figuring out how are you after, you know, this has been the creating it part of it. How do you extract it? How do you format it? How do you distribute it uh, and get it out there? The last thing I want to say is entitling this episode, even that's one of the things that, you know, we just, I think, take for granted. And guess what? The number one thing that people either read your email or choose your podcast to listen to, or pick the video where the video is found in search, where the article is found in search, where the podcast is found in search, the number one criteria for that happens to be your title. Obviously you have to have some work to do in the content itself to help it as well. But if your title is off, you're really hurting yourself. So. In creating this, I use a couple tools to help me with that. And this is new for me. I've started using this since this last season. I use a tool called CoSchedule, CoSchedule.com slash Headline Analyzer. They have something where you type it in and it gives you a score of how good your headline is and your goal is to keep making it better and better. And they tell you why it's not good, whether you're not using enough energetic words or it's boring or it's too short or too long or whatever it is, they tell you why. And if you're having trouble creating headlines to begin with, to even start with, there's another tool out there that will actually let you generate new headlines from scratch. And I don't have the the title of that off the top of my head, but you can type in headline generator and there's a bunch of them that pop up. So play with those, see which ones you like. I don't have one that I recommend, but I do love the one that analyzes it after it creates it. So look at the headline analyzer from coschedule.com for sure. And then the last one is... All of this is great, but if you don't have the right keyword to start with, then what's the point of having a catchy title? So make sure you go to a a site that looks at the search engine keywords and figures that out. One that I love right now that I'm using a lot is SEMrush, SEMrush.com. And I subscribe to it. I pay for that. And when you go to that, you can type in your keyword and it'll let you know if that keyword is something anyone's searching for at all. So for example, my topic today was supposed to be about highlight content. How do you create highlight content? No one is searching for the word highlight content. I mean, barely anybody, but more people are searching for the word repurpose. And then more people than that are searching for the word content marketing tools. So I had to keep switching the name of this podcast until I figured that out. And now this is about content marketing tools under the umbrella of I want to create highlight content. How do I do that? So, and then, you know, I started with the question, how to create highlight content. And then I ran it through some of these creative ideas, these creative tools. And the thing that performed the best, one of the original ones was the best content marketing tools to start using today. And I kept playing with it. And the one I settled on was the best marketing tools for crushing content. Obviously that sounds a little more energetic, a little more interesting, and that's the one that won. So I put that out there. Hopefully it's been successful and there's a lot of listeners to this episode that's the process and if you can put the effort into those steps then you have more of a chance of taking this thing that you put all this effort into creating and having people find it having people actually listen to it and subscribe it because what's the point of putting all this work into something if no one's listening if no one's watching if no one's reading so these little extra steps the switching your effort to the 80% of getting this stuff repurposed and distributed i'd say is where your efforts better spent instead of the creating part obviously you want to make it good and if you want to have a good episode, a strong episode, and you want to design it strong from the beginning, make sure you listen to the first episode of season three, which is episode 121 of the podcast. So you get a chance to download all my steps for creating a content marketing strategy top to bottom. But that being said, I hope you guys found these tools useful today. I know it was a lot, it was a long episode, but I just had to share. I've been doing so much research into content marketing and how to build it and how to use it to make your lives easier that I had to share this with you today. I was very excited about it. So, I hope you found value in it. And if you did, leave a rating, leave a review. Let me know how you felt about it. Or at very least, take a screen grab with your phone. Easy to do. Post it on Instagram and say, oh my God, you guys have to listen to this. There's so many tools here. That was the goal. I hope it was useful. And again, you don't need to remember them all. You can go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash notes to get the notes. Or you can check out the blog page for it at brandsonbrands.com. And just type in the episode number. And I hope you guys keep on listening. Let me know how it's going. And I appreciate you. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.
1: You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to BrandonBrands.com for more resources as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandonBrands.com.